Hello everyone, welcome to the Lesbian Supper Club podcast. I'm Freya. <laughs> I feel like I've never said that before. Do you know I'm what Freya. I hate most about doing this podcast? What? Is me. having to, no, well, that, but like specifically, you introing it every week gives you, me the ick and I don't you, know why. You intro every week. I, I, I edit yeah, the pod. I know I intro most weeks because you usually intro and then it's so bad because oh, you, you make it awkward and weird that I then oh, intro. I just said, so you hello, yourself, welcome to the Lesbian Supper it's Club just, podcast. I don't know what it is about the way that you do it and I don't think anyone else would feel this way. I know that it's a personal umbrage that I have. I think maybe you should talk to a, like like a couples therapist. About why I annoy you so much. I, right. See, now this again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we Has anyone else got a girlfriend that you could say to them, oh, babe, those trousers are too short on you. And they would turn around and go, okay, well, you hate me. And actually, over the last month, I've realized that all you do is nag at me and then... I will be like, okay, well, can I have specific examples to which no response can be given? And then five minutes later to be told, sorry, I just overreacted to you telling me the trouser was too small. And that there was a very good yeah. scenario of that where I say to you that small thing, mm -hmm. I know it's like, I'm not saying that I'm right. It's just slightly annoying. And you go, okay, well, you hate me. Yeah, well, apparently it's a Capricorn thing. So... I'm just going to let that be my excuse. Scarlet has already cleared a kind of pins. There's 163 calories in this one tin. Yeah, but it's a Pims. Pims is like pure sugar and lemonade. I'm surprised it's not more. Jesus Christ. That's not bad. I think that's quite bad. I don't think so. I thought it would have been about 70. No, for a Pims, I was thinking around the 250 mark. To be fair, mark. it is very sweet. It tastes it very sweet. Well... Scarlett couldn't find a soft drink in the fridge at Levi's, so she grabbed a Pims. Because I hate water that What's much. What's your second can? It's a can of Minor Figures black coffee, which I'm gonna I know try I'm not going to like. But I'm, I'm going to go it. for it anyway. I'm going to do a bit yeah, of Yeah, because, after. guys, does anyone else like... <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Um, oh, she... That is... Fuck, that is strong. Is but it? you like black is coffee it? and I don't. Yeah, because I'm a psychopath. Who else loves black coffee, gin and tonic? tequila lime soda beer me yeah but i like all of those things i just don't like black coffee oh now see for me that's horrible is it okay that fine. that is nasty sorry minor figures that's shit Fucking even for hell, me that and is I'm a, horrible and that tastes I'm, like piss that i am a die hard black coffee fan that is that that's yeah that's that nasty was, can can i just say we we cycled here today uh on a lime bike i don't know if any of you live in london well i know some of you do um, but the ones that do, do you ride line bikes? I fucking love them. I just hate having to find one. And then when you find it, like there's like a pedal. hate everyone else on the road. Yeah. And there's like a pedal missing when you find a bike. Drivers and like anyone traveling in London are the definition of cunt. Cunts. Like absolute yeah. cunts. But also it is so hot and it's October. It's boiling. It's ridiculous. It's boiling. And it is October. It is autumn. I am not complaining. No, I'm out. not. I hate autumn and I hate winter. It is hot, but it was so weird because we were cycling down um, Otzer Street and all of the Christmas lights are already out. <laughs> so it's like, I'm literally sweating. And then there's Christmas lights. Yeah, but that must just be how the Australians feel every year. Yeah, but I'd love it. It's just normal. I think we're in the wrong country. Yeah, but we know that. There's we just do a know lot that. of things that keep us here. Guys, 
there's some really exciting stuff coming up. One of which being our event. Yes. Which sold out in literally a matter of like two hours. Yeah, because we never even announced that legends. it was going to happen either. We just no, kind of well, did of it. course we wouldn't have announced and give anyone like a pre-opportunity to like wait for them to have been released because we're so deeply unorganized. <laughs> but <laughs> we're so blessed like and so yeah. grateful how, how you guys support us so much. It's incredible. We literally can't wait for the event, actually. It's going to be so much fun. When I say event, it's basically just going to be like you guys coming just in. Drinks. Yeah, just drinks. Yeah. Just drinks. But you're coming in on what our lesbian, quote unquote, lesbian supper clubs look yeah, like Yeah, but I don't friends. want you to say that because I feel like you're going to set the expectation too high now. But and it like, is just what we do. Yeah, but Freya, I don't feel like we're going to get our tits out in a group of 60 lesbians. I might. Well, you go for it. I won't be doing that. Not at the first event. I've got to allow people to settle in. I'm going to be a quite a tame version of myself, I hope. Yeah, I think... I I'm think always up for a bit of crack. But, oh, we love to have a laugh. But if anyone's got any funny tame, stories. But the point is, is like... A safe space for women. Yeah. Well, no, no. I would disagree because there's actually a lot of safe spaces. Well, there's more mm. safe spaces existing than there ever were. We know a number of events that take place across London for women yeah. and non-binary and trans folk. This is more a different type of event. So a lot of the events that currently exist are, you know, club type, out-out type events, which yeah. are great and they all look fantastic. That isn't something that we often ever do either no, together never. or with our friends. No. So we are trying to, or not even trying to, we are simply doing our version of what our nights out look like and we are opening in that up to our listeners yeah and so it's going to be very casual the space we absolutely love we feel like we found the great space and we've got some really exciting things that hopefully mm. we can pull off that will be like happening on the night and it's just going to be an opportunity for like hopefully people to just come have some drinks, meet yeah. some people of hopefully similar mindset. But also just having like queer women and non-binary people mm -hmm. within a space where that doesn't happen all the time. And like no. you said, unless it is a club night, it ain't happening. No. So yeah, just have a drink, relax, have fun. That's what we want. And it's just nice chill. because like the numbers are, there's enough for it to be a really good atmosphere, mm. but the numbers are not big enough for it to get too big. Yeah, we want it to still be relatively like intimate. Like I want to talk to you guys when I actually speak, you yeah. know, and, and, and I, I want people to speak to each other as well. Exactly. Yeah. So we can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of hopefully exciting things we can pull off. And to those of you who didn't get tickets, we have got a lot of stuff in the pipeline in yeah. this space. So do not worry. There will absolutely be multiple chances for you to come and attend. And yeah. let's just all have fun 100% I want to talk about a couple of weeks ago we went to watch the football yeah so we went to watch Arsenal play with not play with that's so awkward uh, Arsenal play they, against they, they played Liverpool. with Liverpool they played with, they probably are playing with Liverpool I backstage so. like you know when they all go, well we all know that the lesbian football scene is insane like they yeah that Jan scene is next level That'd be the I only reason why I play. Don't so I want to make it clear. I support basically all of the women's football teams. Yeah. Like I think they're all great because I have favourite players across Manchester United, across Arsenal, across Liverpool, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. However, 
on this particular day, we went to support Arsenal because Katie McCabe was playing. Katie and McCabe is Scarlett's I'm obsessed favorite. with her. Yeah. Like, I'm actually obsessed with her to the point where, like, I watch those, like, edit videos on TikTok of her. <laughs> it's getting out of like, hand. Like, five times a day. It is getting out of hand. She is me. I am her. We are one together. Like, I know that if I was on a football pitch, the way that Katie McCabe behaves is me. Yeah. I, bulldozer. Yeah, bulldozer. Bulldike. Out of control. Can't let things go. Like, <laughs> wearing the emotion on her sleeve. Gets pushed push two times harder. She's just... I just think she's a fucking legend. Also, yeah, that Irish accent is something about her I find so attractive as well. And I don't know what it is because she wouldn't be my usual type. No, but I have not. said before, I do love a football girl. Yeah. I do love a football girl. Like, if they can play football, I automatically think they're really hot. Well, let me give but you a favour, darling. Just never see me play football. Just don't watch it. Freya, I don't like watching you play any kind of physical sport or activity. Well, you quite like watching me kayak. You're good at kayaking. I will give you that. Thank you. I will give you that. Thank you. Everything else is like sending your child who is better off at art to sports day and watching them 10 metres behind everyone Mm -hmm. in every single. And they're the kid, like you would be the kid that gets the award for participation every time. Yeah, like a little gold star just for turning up. Yeah. Both sides, Liverpool undoubtedly played better um and deserved the win but i thought both sides it wasn't i think it just seemed great. a little slow it was slow it, it felt like they really struggled to to get their shit together i think there, but there i love watching like struggle like, of momentum it was still fun to watch yeah we're going this sunday to watch arsenal v's man city so come say hey. We saw a couple of you there. Yeah, we did. Which is really nice. Yeah. A few of you, actually. Yeah, which we've is seen mental quite a few of you There recently. was like 54,000 people there. We bumped into a few of you in Notting Hill as well, which is just, it's still, if I come across as a bit strange when you guys come up to me, it's not because I don't want you to come up to me. It's because like, this is so new for us yeah. and it's happened so quickly. It feels really dystopian. So I think each time it takes me by, like it still really takes me I by surprise. I end up surprise. just chatting pure shit. Yeah, I like panic chat. Yeah. I ever go like, I think my face first of all was like sheer panic, <laughs> which may, may come across like I'm giving you the fuck off face and I swear to God I'm not. This is just Grouch's like natural instinct. Yeah. And then, yeah, our second default is to overcompensate and yes. chat a load of shit. But then also this podcast is us chatting a load of shit. Yeah. So, you better feel be like, used to it by now, guys. Yeah, I feel like that's what you're expecting, actually, yeah. in all fairness. But yeah, if you do see us, please come up, because I've also had a few messages from uh, a few of you saying, I saw you, but I didn't come up to you. And that makes me feel sad. Just come up. I swear I won't bite, or maybe I will. I, don't know. I would. I might bite. Um, oh, something I wanted to talk about. The Emma Chamberlain breakup situation. So as we all know, Emma Chamberlain was with Role Model for about like two years. And I feel like we lost a bit of a Emma Chamberlain personality online throughout those two or so years. And it seems to me, as soon as they've broken up, that personality of Emma's has gone straight back on the ground. After this podcast has gone live, can you guys comment and tell us if you give a fuck about Freya talking oh, about Emma Chamberlain? Let's... Because I just feel like... No, Emma Chamberlain. <laughs> people listening to this podcast are not the same people 
deeply devoted to Emma Chamberlain's <gasps> life. I don't know. Well, I really don't tell think me. they you are, but I me. want this to be kept in because there might be some. <laughs> I just don't feel like there okay, is. Fair so enough. I'm interested. But I am just interested more so at the movement of how she's behaved online after their breakup. Because it's very much similar yeah, from to how it was straight before. Relationship. From a straight relationship, yeah. But what I'm saying is, you could apply that to quite a lot of relationships. How people switch up their personality not you now online. Trying to weave this into the it's podcast true, when that was not the angle no, you were coming true. from. You wanted to have your five minutes talking about your you one see. and only true love. Well, can I just say, Emma Chamberlain has done a collaboration with Levi's, and best Don belief, is absolutely I'm staring at the Levi's cupboard right now uh, across the studio and I need it is an actual need I need the trousers I need the I need the jeans there's like these like brown jeans what would jeans. you They're wear so the nice. jeans with out of interest oh fuck off no I'm genuinely asking that's you that's a dickhead question yeah, because I know that you won't know how to style them so it is a come on please tell me no no because no. I know they will look nice on you but no, I know I'll have what to you're style doing right them now is condescend- I'll have to style Okay, what would you wear them with I then? I don't know. You can style me. Exactly. That's why I asked. Oh, fuck off. That's literally why I I'm going to look so good in my brownie seed trousers. I can't wait. Um, today we wanted to talk about a couple of things. One of these things being something that actually me and Scarlett have both experienced uh, throughout our journeys of like finding out our sexuality. And I know of a few other queer women as well who have said a very similar thing when i say hypersexualism i mean hypersexualism with men or you know boys when we were growing up because we were trying to hide our true identity so you're saying us the women being yeah. the ones that are hypersexual yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i because I, and i'm not saying that every woman has experienced this but i can speak on my behalf when i was growing up I was hypersexual with boys because I was trying so hard to A, be straight, to B, prove to other people that I was straight, and C, I just wanted to try and, well, basically change. Mm. See, I done it as well, but I done it more because I think I knew deep down when I was really young, I was hypersexual. Anyway, which is looking back now, just w- I feel strange in itself. Yeah. But from the age of like 14 and above where your friends, you know, and the groups kind of start like exploring and all of that stuff's happening. I feel that at that time, I definitely knew I was gay or I definitely knew something about me was different than mm. my friends. And for me, it was more not trying to prove that I was the same as them mm. or trying to convince myself because as you know I definitely I've I've mentioned this previously went through like took me basically five years to come out Mm. because I was scared of what other people were gonna say but as soon as I did come out I was never scared of myself like I, I don't think I ever had internalized homophobia I had fear of what other people would think of me but then as soon as I came out even if they did then behave badly like the person in me that hates injustice called that out straight away but for me it was more like I over-sexualized and hyper-sexualized myself to keep up with my friends so I wanted to be part of the group I didn't want to prove that I wasn't gay it wasn't that it was more that I wanted to fit in Mm. to my friends because I was more like 
if they're doing it, then I should be doing it because why wouldn't I? And at this point as well, for like those five years, as I've mentioned previously, of thinking that I was gay, it was because I was obsessed with one person who was female, not because I actually thought I was gay. Right. Yeah, I did that too. So I was trying to still be with men or boys because I thought other than that one person, I would be with men or boys. Yeah. Which I think is such a common experience. Yeah. I, I definitely I definitely did that whole thing of like I'm just in love with one person, but it definitely went a lot deeper than that. I wanted to really prove a point to my and friends. It's a horrible, horrible feeling as well. It is. Like there's nothing more unsafe or like it almost feels quite demoralizing. I, I felt like I owed it to them to to have sex with them or to do something sexual. It with was them. more I felt for me. like it was annoying rather than something that was really, truly a decision of mine. Mm. For me, it was like shame, actually. It was more like I, after, would walk away from that situation feeling internally like I had done something deeply wrong, which actually, yeah. for so many other people, was so normal and so natural. And again, yeah. this is why I'm, I think I mentioned this before, why it was so clear to me that I was gay as soon as yeah. I slept with my first girlfriend, because I had none of those feelings. Yeah. Even though from a societal perspective, it would have been more quote unquote wrong. Shameful. Yeah. Yeah. To have had yeah, sex yeah. with a woman. Mm -hmm. I did not feel that no. shame. I felt absolutely fine. It felt so normal to me. Whereas whenever I would walk away from sexual encounters with boys or men i would feel awful there, oh there's not a shower hot enough is there i mean i i remember when i had a boyfriend i was um 14 15 years old and i remember my mum trying to get him to stay one night because he had to cycle back home and it was like winter my mum was like why don't you just stay and i remember looking at her being like god i really 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 don't want him to stay and it wasn't even like a sexual thing i just couldn't wait for him to get the fuck, fuck out, out of, of my, my house space. this is like yeah i was like oh my god just get the fuck out whereas like with girls i've been like stay yeah well, stayed this is with the them. thing like, as well it was, like it was never an issue but i also think as well that like i did feel really unsafe around boys mm -hmm. because i set an expectation around them that i was always going to have sex with them oh, or do something. something sexual with them so and I almost at that point couldn't blame them because I was so hypersexual with them. That mm. expectation became so normal. And I even remember a boyfriend of mine saying when I was 18 years old and he said to me, he was like, we don't have to have sex all the time. Like he literally said that to me. Oh, wow. And so I, even a young boy was like, wow. Yeah, he was like 22. He was like, this is a lot. We don't have to have sex all the time. We can do other things he was a very respectful guy like he's a mm. really nice guy but i didn't know what else i could give in that relationship other than sex because i couldn't give the emotional side of things that i would give mm -hmm. a woman um it just didn't come naturally to me uh, I, I, yeah I'm i had a same. care i had a, a level of oh, care but yeah, no, not really. I mean, I did. I did. No, I, was, I, but I didn't. I can't fake something. It's not that I didn't, like, wish them well, but I didn't care for them. And for me, I, I didn't enjoy their company at all. Like, the whole time, I was thinking about what to talk about. Like, the conversation was yeah. just not there. The interest was just not there. I, I offended one with a really hideous joke, so... I this I think this was the final nail in the coffin for me, where I was like, I am never dating a man again was like i think i was like 17 18 it was not long before i got my first girlfriend 
And I was still doing this, in my eyes, this strange thing with the quote-unquote best friend who I was in love with, <laughs> where I, certainly from my perspective, and I don't know if she did, but I definitely did, would go on dates with guys to wind her up. <laughs> and No, but it was definitely both-sided. Yeah, of course it was. And there was this one guy, oh, it was back in the day of Facebook, so like we'd connected on Facebook and I'd saw him on a night out a few times and whatnot. And he wanted to take me out. So I agreed. Can I just say this guy was like a four at best. No, that's unfair. A a five to six at best. Definitely not my type at all. But really thought he was the dog's bollocks. Uh, Where does he take you? Wait. So he pulls up to my house in his one series BMW, which at the time still is actually like really nice it's car. It's a nice car. But he thought he was driving around in a fucking Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. So that was like ick number one. He takes, he drives us to Exeter, which is like a good hour from my home because at this point, there was no, there was like nothing around where we lived. Like but even an hour in, drive with yeah, someone. Yeah, but even that in, is well, fucking this rough. is it. I can't remember the drive. I'd rather go to, to a PTSD. ship pub. I really would. And we go to Exeter, mm-hmm. and we end up in Nando's, which is just like classic. Although I fucking love Nando's. Like to be fair, I don't give a shit about things like that though. Like this Lauren and Harry problem. met at Nando's. Yeah, this isn't the problem t- for me at all. No, and but it's just the fact that he drove you an hour out to go to fucking Nando's. It's not like he drove you an hour out to go to somewhere really fucking nice. Yeah, but also you have to appreciate that, like in Yeovil, Taunton, etc. At this time, there was no, there was nothing <laughs> on the high street. So yeah, okay, granted, we could have gone to a pub. But when you're 17, yeah, it's not really the vibe. It, yeah. So we get to Nando's and I order like my usual order, which I what think was, was like, this was at the time that I ate meat. So it was like um, medium spice chicken wrap. Nice. With like salad and that. I think I would have ordered the sweet potato mash Ooh. and like the peas. Yeah. Oh, the peas. Yeah. Loved right, the peas. Interesting. And this prick made a comment to me mm. about getting two sides. He's like, were well, you going to eat all that? It's a fucking pee. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Uh, it might have not been. It might have been chips and peas. I was like, who gives a fuck? Doesn't fucking matter if I had the fucking chips, no. garlic bread, mash, and the wrap, which to be fair, I could quite yeah, easily, eat quite easily a- eat the power. Back. Yeah. So he was just like one of these guys that would try and be like, funny through misogyny but actually just sounded like a prick and he was a prick wow so that was awful and then we were driving back and i can't remember like we were talking about something and i made a comment that like genuinely wasn't even bad and he slammed on the brakes and went get out the car (gasps) in the middle of exeter town city center you're joking and i just looked at him and obviously like i didn't give a shit about this guy and i just looked at him and like sniggered and i was like Okay. Because I... Cause my, Did you my, get out? Because I had family in Exeter. Fantastic. And like, I know my mum would oh, have got bye. me or like yeah, my dad yeah, would have yeah. come and got me. So like, I didn't need this prick. I'd been traveling all around since I was 14 by modeling anyway. So like, yeah, it wasn't like I was, would panic in that kind of situation. So I was just like, okay. And we were at traffic lights. And as I went to open the door, he sped up. And then we basically drove the whole way home in silence. I dropped him. He dropped me off and I don't think I ever spoke to him again. And that for me, I was like... 
Fuck men. Wow. Not that all men. I've got a, oh, you know, got to preface it by being like, not all men. Yeah, okay, it's not all men. But nah, like, fuck them. I <laughs> literally <laughs> gonna get another Pims. I'm back with my second can of Pims. Good girl. I'm gonna speak like Gillian Anderson from G Spot. Oh, I'm just about to take my sip of Pims. Yeah, daddy. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> okay no i so this is where i started to switch up the way that i was with boys um I, but but like i said i was always owing i was always going above and beyond to be my true hetero man loving self which honestly makes me want to slam my head against a fucking brick wall but there was this one time and this is where i started to realize this has gone too far. And I was, and, and, and to be fair, there were plenty of other times before that where I should have gone, I've taken it too far, but I fucking didn't, all right? I continued to take but it too far. But this is you, and you also need to make the mistake at least five times before you yes, realise that you shouldn't I do. be making the mistake. And let me just say this mistake probably happened about 50 times. It's absolutely fucked. Anyway, I went on a date with a minus 10. He was potentially, <laughs> this was a pity date, can I just say, right? And I, it wasn't even supposed to be a date, but he was like, do you want to go to the cinema? And I was like, right, this guy is bottom of the barrel. He looks like something that you can may have fished Can I just ask a question really quickly sea. to mm. all lesbians? Why is it that when we are in our hiding our lesbian or our queer era, mm. we actually go for the worst type of guy, more worse yeah. than what any straight girl would do. Now, you would think by natural human psychology that we'd, go that for the we'd actually go for the highest of the high because we'd be so unbothered. We'd be like not casting our net that wide and we'd be like, right, do you know what I mean? Like, But maybe it's just because we're so unbothered that it didn't matter if he was a minus 10 or a 20 plus. To be like, fair, just... a lot of my beards were really good looking yeah mine weren't all right but i was also fucking ugly so one of them was a hollister model which at the time was like yeah that was iconic <laughs> yeah, yeah why did we why were we all I'm obsessed so fucking stupid pathetic yeah really pathetic so i went on this i went on this so-called date with him and i remember him making me pay for my ticket that really pissed me off um uh no freya we're not no i'm sorry me. you go on a pity charity date they pay yeah, but he didn't know it was a pity charity day. I'm sorry. He knew. And I wasn't I was gonna the say, best looking um, girl in the world. What era were you in at I this point that, you you're fucking is, that you're trying to say it was a pity day? <laughs> he probably thought it was a fucking pity no, day. No, but I also stand by this, and it's not so much a, a female male thing or whatever. I always say the person who asked you on the date page. Yeah, okay, fair. I always say okay, that. That's okay, that's not even about roles. That's it's not just, about roles. Yeah, okay. Person who asks you pays for the fucking day. Anyway, I, don't, I didn't want to go see this stupid fucking movie anyway. I'm not going to say it just in case by any way means of, of whatever he identifies. It's not like he's listening. And then, uh, so it sit throughout this whole movie and I know that he was obviously just like having his eye on me the whole oh, time. I actually can't watch you right. talk about this. It's fucking it really gross. makes me feel Nothing sick. happened, nothing happened. And then um, he was like, let me drive you home. And it was a good like 50 minute drive. So I was like, okay. And then he drove me all the way home and like stopped outside of my house and then just kind of, you know, that really slow no, lean in that boys do. Guys, I'm facing the, the wall. <laughs> <laughs> where they like close their eyes way too soon and like open up their mouth. And I remember uh. 
seeing it happen in slow motion and just turning my head and like mm. giving him my cheek. But that was the re- the moment where I realized I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. And it obviously I then had my like first girlfriend and that was amazing. I did have a slip up with um, a guy because I was still really, really, really trying to be straight. This was a very different situation. He was not bottom of the barrel. He was a very good looking guy. He was really, really lovely. That was a moment where I was like, do you know what? You're so my personality type. You're gorgeous. He wasn't you your do personality everything. type. He was my personality type for sure. He was. Personality type he was. I need to meet this guy because from what I've heard, what, so he's got like dirty filth crap. Yeah. He was oh. really funny. He was a bit of a bad boy, but not in a nasty way. He was really like rebellious and fun. He liked to be spontaneous. Oh, rebellious, is he it? He was Freya? very cute as well, though. So a lot like you, if you were a man. Anyway, so um, so yeah, but I kind of then knew I was like, right, I'm definitely fucking gay, aren't I? You know, and I had to own it. But I um, but yeah, for those out there that are maybe even like still going through this phase you don't have to do it to yourself you don't have to do it that doesn't mean that you have to come out and like open up and accept who you are but i would say that like going through multiple guys boys whether it be sexually like attempting emotionally or whatever that be all you're really doing is punishing yourself because okay you can question but if you've been questioning for a certain amount of time and you've been questioning multiple people prior you're probably not questioning anymore. You're probably having a hard time accepting, which is absolutely fine. But if I could go back now, I would have stopped younger me Mm. a good two years before. Because those two years from the age of 16 to 18 Mm. were just so unnecessary and actually quite damaging for me. It was really damaging for me. It was really traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. And and it does, and that level of disgust that you feel because is I think so as well from the off. age of like thirteen to sixteen, when you're all in school and you're having a bit of fun, it's it is quite innocent. Mm. But also, sixteen you never and above men shit. No, no. But this is not what we're saying. What no. we're saying is the, the, these women or non-binary people feel like when they're discovering themselves, they yeah need to keep exploring with men to. Yeah, you can, but if it's yeah. making you feel a certain way yeah. countless amounts Stop. of times, especially if you are younger, as I was about to say, from the age of 16 to 18, mm. the rhetoric does change. It goes from more like innocent like kids to more kind of adult type relationships. So the intensity ramps up yeah. and it does take a more kind of, um, what's the word? I don't want to say devoted <laughs> But definitely more of a serious tone. Yeah. And that is what I wish I saved myself from. Because actually for me, and it isn't the same for everyone, those experiences proved nothing to me. What I should have done from falling in love with my best friend to getting my first girlfriend is not bothered dating men at all at Mm. that point. Mm -hmm. And and done other things for my own self-discovery and healing to get me to that point because going on these shitty dates mm. with guys and having these shitty sexual experiences mm. were definitely yeah traumatizing I th- I nothing think, more than I, th- I think a lot of it comes down to as well like self-love i think that when you are discovering your sexuality and you're like okay i'm a lesbian or you think you might be 
you start and it's not everyone but this is what happened to me you start to hate yourself and because I didn't like myself and because I didn't love myself or respect myself I put myself in these very damaging situations some of them were very dangerous situations as well which I wish I could go back and change but I can't um but it's all part of my journey I can't regret it now but like Scarlett said if I could go back and yank younger me um, away from those situations I definitely would have done so keep that in mind if that's something that you're you're kind of doing or if you have done at least you know that like it wasn't just you there was definitely a lot of us that did that oh it's 100% a universal experience I just think it's sad because a lot of the time I don't know if it needs to be anymore and I think like when we were younger platforms such as the one that we are literally talking on now did not exist no they and didn't. I do honestly no. feel like if younger me had discovered that Elwood younger, yeah. if younger me had a podcast, if mm-hmm. younger me had more queer people in the media, yeah. my decision and my understanding of who I was would have happened a lot oh, same faster. Here. And also just, yeah, like the pride in yourself. Because you, you see yourself Yeah, I mean, I think, like right? I say, we differ in that sense because I don't think I ever actually felt shame. Yeah, I, I just did. felt a lot of confusion. I didn't understand if what I was feeling was real. But I think my home life was, was so, different. Yeah, because it was so different to all of my friends. And this is what I mean. For me, it was definitely more of like a blending in and trying to fit in rather than a self-hate. But yeah, if I had those outward resources those outer resources i would have come to the conclusion i probably would have been out in school i reckon yeah i would have 100 percent. yeah i know me I now i, I think i, I really would have yeah 100 yeah. and that's not even just well it is it all comes full circle that's not just because there's more resource out there now so it's because as well that the resource feeds into people coming out the more yeah. people that come out in school the safer that i would have felt so it is that full cycle it's mm-hmm. that circle um but, but we've all yeah. got to start somewhere, haven't we? If you're you know? listening to this podcast and you're thinking, you know, you're still doing those things. Again, I really want to highlight it. It's different for everyone and it's it's your journey. But if you are walking away feeling shame, you feel like Freya was saying, putting yourself in somewhat difficult and sort of sometimes dangerous situations mm. to try and prove something to yourself and other people, stop. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it's not like the light's going to come on one day and suddenly who you are is going to change even if you desperately want it to right now you are who you are Mm -hmm. and you have to at some point in your life accept love that Mm -hmm. yeah accept it and love it because if you're not going to you're not ever going to be happy Mm -hmm. you can mask and you can have happiness but you're not going to have true happiness if you're not living authentically yeah couldn't agree more i wanted to say as well like i feel like it kind of ties into what we're saying here is lesbians talking about the use of strap-ons and lesbians who don't agree yeah, this with is the use of strap-ons because they believe that it's too heteronormative or like that we're expecting a dick or we're expecting to have a dick or mm-hmm. to have a dick inside of us. And I'm actually going to grab our PR Liv because she has a specific experience in this, which like... I haven't, I've spoken to women before who've said that they don't believe in like strap-ons, et cetera. But I've never actually like been with someone who was like that. So I'm going to grab her, <laughs> get her experience on this. Oh, Liv, 
Right, so I've brought Liv into this room, into this studio. Hello. Thank you, Liv, very much for joining us. <laughs> she is our Geordie queen. I love how she's already shy. Oh, no, she's got a cute little giggle. Shut Liv, up. you're coming in to talk about your favourite subject, which is the strap. Strap. The strap. The strap. So I was saying I that I... listens to this episode. Shout out to Lisa. No, because she's that inept on technology. She'll probably still be on episode one. Yeah, probably. Fair enough. She'll probably just keep re-listening to episode one, thinking that she's listening to more. Yeah, she's listening to it on looping. Thank you. <laughs> right sleeping now. pills. <laughs> right. So, I was just saying that, like, I've never had an experience where a girl has said, I, "I know that it happens," but I've never had an experience where a girl was like, "No to the strap because of X, Y, Z." Do you? care to share your experience in this field because i know you've got hashtag say no to the strap (laughs) (laughs) yeah so my first girlfriend i was 17 and obviously just like experimenting like trying new things whatever and then we got on to the topic of the strap nice yeah and she was straight away just like having none of it like absolutely no and the one thing she kept saying was like it defeats the point of being a lesbian. Right. Um, what and what was, was her, her rationale behind that? Because she was like, if you're having sex with a strap on, which is essentially like a fake penis, why are you not just having sex with a man? Okay, this is so troublesome on so many different yeah. levels. Can I just say as well, did you guys ever use like dildos or anything though? No, because she wouldn't. It was the same issue was, for her. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like... like Vibrators, that old thing, fine. Okay. Anything phallic related. <laughs> Guys. It was like, go shag a man instead though. Which, in hindsight, she actually ended up doing. Yeah, well, that was... Well, that. She was clearly trying to hide something from herself. That's very, very hypocritical. I don't think I've ever heard anything more cr- hypocritical in my life, actually, to say, this is so phallic, what's the point? I'm a lesbian, and then cheats on you with a man. That is very Lol. bizarre. But... That person is bizarre. Yeah, she is. Can I just say something on this? Is I want to say up front that if you're a queer person who doesn't enjoy using a strap on for whatever reason, that is absolutely that's fine. fine. Yeah. Mm. What I don't like is the narrative associated to using strap ons was is that, oh, you must want dick. Yeah. Because that is so so very untrue. Also you heard it here so first on this podcast. I love using strap-ons. I, I thrive. But yeah. if a man were to come anywhere near me... Fuck off. I would honestly rather jump off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I honest, I'm not even joking. I would put that harness on and <laughs> off the strap. I'd parachute and from I'd it. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I picturing Freya backwards wearing a strap harness with a parachute that pops out on top of her bum and she's going paragliding (laughs) off the hills of Cornwall? No, I'm picturing her like running across a beach, like running away from someone and getting the strap and lassoing it. I would lassoo the strap. Up the mountain and just hiking herself up on it. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's got like a little hook at the bottom and she's just going yeah, on the Yeah, te- on the tip. It's like Look, there's a reason why lesbians love rock climbing and it is because we love to wear a harness, okay? <laughs> I don't want to be seen in one of those pants with a hole in it. I don't want that. No, I want the fuck I do want harness. one of them. I don't want to be seen <laughs> in it, but I want it because... What lights off only. Oh, just because I know that they're so, they've had so many good reviews. Have they? Yeah, a lot of people say they're fucking like amazing because the hard no- Yeah, but it falls out. It does fall out. <laughs> Look, it does fall out, yeah. and it is annoying. Okay, because okay. But I'm also the strap Don oh, Meister. For God, sake. I know, but Don, you can be a strap boxer Meister. I could be the the boxer. She girl. tried boxing, and that was short lived. <laughs> you can't be the box Meister. Look. I think it's really, uh, going back to the subject, I think it's really fucked that girls will, uh, and like you said, all the other I girls think it's just fucked don't fucking that like people it. I like, no, think that's you're the shaming. thing because when my ex did that, obviously I, we, I was the one who asked and she shut it down so much that I almost felt ashamed and embarrassed. So then when I was going forward into my next relationships, I didn't want to bring it up. Mm. Because did, then I thought, and also, did it make same? you question if you were actually gay? Yeah, because I felt like she was questioning me because of it. Do you wow. know what I mean? So how did you kind of like process that then? Because if she was always putting you down for it, did you rebuttal that fact with like, no, you can still be a lesbian or were you just kind of like upset well, I by think it that I was in, I think I was in a bad relationship anyway. Yeah. And I think she manipulated and controlled me a lot. I kind yeah. of just took what she said and was like, okay. So you kind of took it as like fact because she said yeah, it. Yeah, you were I like, just kind of, I didn't think like, oh, well, I must be straight. But I was just like, well, they don't oh, create. Right. I was just like, okay, maybe that, yeah. I was like, maybe that's why you shouldn't use But they don't long. create strap-ons for, I mean, they actually do. No, that's the do, problem. Do. do you know what I, do you know what I once bought? I bought a strap-on that was hollow on the inside because I didn't realise <laughs> that it was actually for a man to put his penis into. Isn't that for people who have like micro penises I think so, so that well. it's like I'm fucking you with a big old strap. Yeah, because another argument that a lot of the community come up with, and I would imagine the heterosexual community as well, although I couldn't give less of a fuck about what they say, is that why would you wear a strap? What the fuck could you get from it? Mm-hmm. I get so much. First of all, achievement. Second of all, Can a I workout. just say, guys, yeah, I was Freya's say, actually abs. sat yeah. here right now with her fingers in the air. <laughs> pointing point one, and point two, point three. <laughs> but this is the thing. Okay, so yeah, when you're wearing a strap, it's clearly not the fucking same physical stimulation that you're going to receive as if you were to have a real penis. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that you still get so much enjoyment about also argue from the same pleasuring point someone to giving someone oral or fingering someone True. or fingering someone could you just fingers say not getting any like no yeah <laughs> but you are because you can feel it it is a sensation whereas when you're wearing the strap oh no but i feel it on my clit the base of oh the strap no, but i <laughs> do but what i'm saying is like i think that yeah you definitely get a lot out of it and also it's just like pleasuring that person that you're having sex with also being the receiver of the person with the strap just because you're a lesbian doesn't automatically then mean mm. that you do not get pleasure out of penetration yeah, yeah. Mm. and i also want to say a couple of things here as well i absolutely love everything to do with lesbian sex that is not about wearing a strap on, yeah. right? So for me, it is not the be all and end all, but I am going to say something quite controversial here. Go on. If I were not with you and I met someone else mm-hmm. and I p- I was planning on being a long- in a long-term relationship with them mm-hmm. and they did not want to receive nor give with the strap, mm-hmm. 
that would be a bit of a deal breaker for me because I enjoy. Yeah, I think I I think I agree. I think I agree it too. Adds like a f- I think it adds. It I think it's also element. just a bit like I don't need to use yeah. it. There's so many times that we have had sex that we have used it. Do yeah. not use it, right? So it's not like or any sex toys actually at all. Yeah. So it's not like I am being like oh it's it's a deal breaker in that sense. Yeah. But I I feel like I it can be a lot of fun and. I can, again, I'm just going to go back and say, like, if you don't want to receive nor give, yeah. that is absolutely fine. Because, like, I understand there's so many reasons as to why people mm. wouldn't want to. But for me, like, it does come in as quite a big part of sex. Yeah. So I do think I would struggle to be with someone who, like, didn't like it or yeah. kind of shamed me for liking yeah. it. What yeah. about, actually, I've got another story. Okay. About the other ex. Oh. We'll codename this one Cyril. Cyril Sidewinder. Yeah. Yeah, that's creative. So Very creative. Where did you get that from? I don't know. It's amazing. Just came off the top of your head. Carry on. So Cyril, topic of strap. Mm-hmm. No. Absolute no-go. Wouldn't really? take it. Wouldn't receive it. But then, however, maybe like just before a year before into our relationship, has, I discover, has a like 12 inch <gasps> clear dildo right oh my god 12 huge it's huge 12 so yeah the whole thing which you like i was like should we use it uh, no absolutely not ew makes me feel sick blah, blah 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 don't know again in a manipulating <laughs> controlling relationship <laughs> i pick sure them, can pick them i pick them well would you do a whole episode next time just on live sexes i'd love to do that i don't think i would anyway um, yeah, it was just like, no, no, no. And then one night we were staying in a hotel. I think it was around Christmas. And then she just whaps it out. And I was like, oh. where the fuck is this from? Me thinking that she just bought it. Is there a bag as- big enough? <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, I thought she just bought it. Just like, you know, have a bit of fun. No, 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 no. This girl's had this for like two years. It's and, a, and it's a strap. And, the second, is it and, a strap? No, or is it just on. a dildo? Used it on her ex. Oh, that is classic lesbian though, Liv. I can't be at surprised at that because nah. I know so many lesbians just <laughs> reuse no, their sex toys. No, but the fact toys. that she shamed her and went, uh, no. Yeah, yeah and so she's got a fucking 12 inch that's what's in her prob- Yeah, that's what's problematic. It's not the fact that like, so it, it's not, guys, we do need to stop reusing our straps and but things. But also, men do reuse their dicks. I, so well, true. More about if you can change yeah. it, Come if on. you can change it, you should. Yeah. So just More as a PSA, <laughs> we should be getting rid of our sex toys Best from believe, one relationship to if another. If me and you break up, I'll send you a video of me burning that strap on and crying in the background. <laughs> I'd lob it onto oh a bonfire. Oh my God, you do what um, Avery Cyrus has just done on TikTok and like chop it up. Chop the no, but that was that, that was meant to be her uh, vagina, no? Jojo's vagina. I thought yeah, that I was know, really bad. Can I, I thought that was really nasty. I thought that was really nasty. Jojo's response, Jojo's response was good. It. Jojo's response is hysterical and brilliant. But they, sh- but, jo- but, Ivory, but yeah. Avery should That's not really have bad. done that, and you're gonna regret that one day. So uh. because acting like that on body shaming social media, some, yeah, it's, it's just gross. Cool. It's gross. But can we just go back to the recycling of? straps i don't think personal opinion i don't think we should be doing it now i have done it and Mm. i have received from it but there isn't much excuse we should just be buying Mm. new ones yeah we shouldn't be taking some of them are really fucking expensive they are 
They are. But, right, but then maybe yeah. just don't disclose. That's but what I find yeah. bad about blue. this situation is that she shamed you for it, mm. but had this thing the whole time and then one day decided to have a change of heart. Like, what's the... But that, I mean... As you know, it's just classic Cyril. So why did Cyril have the sudden change of heart? You don't know. No. Did you question it when you saw it come out? Were you like, hold on a minute? No, because classic me was just drunk oh. as hell. No, how did she wear it? No, because it was, it was a dildo. Like, she just like just shoved. It. She couldn't wear it. It's she a dildo. Oh, oh, it was not a, a strap. Dildo. It okay, could have. No, but it definitely was a strap because it had the like the thing the that could have plugged like, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no harness inside. Harness probably at the X's. Oh, she wouldn't have had the balls to harness you. Actually, I don't want to say the balls. She wouldn't have had the minerals to harness you. Yeah. No. She wouldn't have had the tits to harness you. But yeah, I think that, honestly, as much as we cannot shame those for not wanting to use it because of X, Y, Z, mm-hmm. that, isn't, that isn't about men. We also just... Girls, you if you, be if you feel like you're, you you want to shame it. someone for wanting to use a strap on, that's that's yeah because you're hearing it first from you know a lot of the feedback that we get, as mm-hmm. in me and Freya get, is how openly gay we are, very yeah. queer, very owning of every element of our sexuality. So if these lesbians are telling you that they enjoy the strap, mm-hmm. it is not a part of questioning your sexuality or yeah. feeling like you're missing something in the bedroom because let me tell you I'm really not no I just en- it's just nothing other girl. than just enjoying it so I hope as well that this isn't extending into bisexual relationships or poly relationships where if it's two women the you know the bisexual or poly girl you know, has a conversation about wanting to use toys and then I hope there's not like backlash happening in that sense being like oh you just want a dick then Mm. Mm because I just think and it's so different I mean as we say one of the first videos we ever put up about this podcast was us talking about strap-ons and so many of you commented it's the force and not the source and that has stuck (laughs) with me that is probably the best piece of advice yeah I have ever been given in my whole existence. And we've loved you all from day one. Because it is so true. It is the force, not the source. It's so true. And if you don't agree, I'm going to send those fucking Parisian bedbugs your way. They're going to... They've actually been spotted on the tube. (laughs) I've saw... No, I've honestly read about five articles today about... Yeah, it People that I've been speaking to today have literally been saying that when they've been going home, they're not touching anything. They're literally stripping their clothes off. And I'm not surprised. Disgusting. I'm not surprised. Fuck the bed bugs. Don't get on the TFL. They right, have a little I do beret the on story? and they're smoking and they're like, oh, we. Shall, shall I, I do, do the horror, horror story? Yeah. Geordie let, accent. Let Liv read it no, out. No, because it's really accent. long. Oh, yeah, but she's Geordie. Okay, so today's horror story. Hey, girls. Absolutely love the podcast. I have binged it for the past three days at work and have finished the last episode today. Sad face. Thank you. Anyway, I have a horror story for you. I was seeing this girl at college. We weren't in a relationship, but we were hanging out a lot and going on dates. And we both had expressed interest in continuing that. She was a bit sketchy and would post some pics of me and then immediately delete them and stuff like that. But she was really hot. So I ignored a lot lot of red flags. Same. I did the same. (laughs) It's very me. We had made plans one weekend in the fall to go to my friend's house party Friday night for her to meet my friends and then go to a pumpkin patch the next day. Typical date stuff. Friday night comes and I hadn't heard from her at all. So I sent her a message asking if everything was okay. She didn't respond and I didn't hear from her all weekend. I was pretty sad considering the plans were actually her idea and I really liked her. By Monday night, I still hadn't heard from her and sent one last message before deciding it wasn't worth it. 
My roommates at the time asked me what would make me forgive her not responding. I said, not sure. Maybe if her dad died or something. Maybe if she died. (laughs) Because I was pissed off. Literally the next day she texts me saying it's not okay because her stepdad had died and she'd been out of state all weekend at a funeral. (gasps) I was shocked, but of course I believed her and we kept seeing each other. We eventually started dating, but our actual relationship didn't last very long. And the summer after, in brackets, this was August to December during school. I was looking on Facebook and her mum was suggested to me as a friend. Of course, I clicked on it to see that her mum had recently posted a wedding anniversary picture with the stepdad. (laughs) I did some further research and realised her stepdad did not die. She had simply lied to me either to get out of hanging out with me because she wasn't comfortable with being with a girl. I just don't think she wanted to go pumpkin picking. That made me realise most everything she said was a lie. And it also made me remember on our first date, she weirdly asked me if I was a serial liar, to which I responded no. I mean, what else is a serial liar going to answer with, though? <laughs> yeah, in <isn't> it. <laughs> yes. This is the first time I've told the truth. Yes. <laughs> I never ended up confronted her. I'd have had to. Oh, that. I would have sent that anniversary Sid, photo. Sorry, that is sad. That, that is so bad. I would have sent that anniversary photo straight to her and said, "Oh my god, he has risen." Well, I feel like this is all, like a white lie, but that is taking. This that is, is the thing: the panicker in me, and sometimes the over exaggerate. Like I don't like letting people down, so I have been partial to telling a white lie that would it would just be a lot better for me to tell the truth, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And I've I've stopped doing that. Now I just say no. Yeah, I was going to say, now you I don't tell do it the anymore, truth. no. Like, you've helped me be like, just tell the truth. Yeah. But I used to feel so much guilt about just like saying no, You'd my really plans have changed. Blow it out I would make, come up with something. <laughs> but never someone's fucking died. I also think it's kind of like the superstitious person in me yeah. doesn't want to tempt mm. fate. Because like karma. And also... That is so... She I clearly, though, that. from that moment, had no intention of this going anywhere serious because surely at one point she would have met her mum and then would have met the stepdad. You were like, why mm. didn't you fucking die? Well, that's <laughs> the thing. I think it wasn't only about getting out of the day. But you dead. But you dead. It wasn't about getting out of the day. It was about getting out of any further communication because she could say I couldn't go on the date because he died and I also now am so traumatised and grieving that I don't want to No but then they carried on dating afterwards Yeah Oh So that's what's so weird Oh I thought they stopped No No. like fair enough had that been like that's it no, oh my they ended God. up dating for like the I mean, still the not fair enough. Year. It's fucking weird. And then she saw her mum's Facebook and clicked on it and that saw that they had the very odd, isn't it? That, that is, is very just, odd. I've got no words for that. It's no. just I think bizarre. this person should reconfront that. I think she I needs think to be so confronted. Too. I think that you maybe get away you with should get her to that. listen to this podcast. I'll say it for you. Sweetheart, you shouldn't have lied about someone Should we start doing, when people submit their horror stories, they don't want to confront the other person. That They just send their numbers. And I we, and we ring call them. them. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine? I would love to call this girl right now and say, "Just out of interest, why'd you lie about your stepdad? Why'd you lie about that? Because I know that your mum just celebrated her anniversary with him. I I am <laughs> honestly blown away. Maybe. <laughs> oh no! But how do we know actually that the mum didn't get married again? How do we know that her dad wasn't gay? What? What the fuck? She said my stepdad died. How do we know that it wasn't her dad's husband? Because she said her mum posted the photo. Yeah, 
What I'm saying is, she only said stepdad. It could have been her dad's husband. No, because she this she was saying this girl was very much in the closet, which I fucking doubt she yeah, would have been if her dad was what gay. What if it was? No, I think you're reading. No, into you're it. going too far. <laughs> I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. How do that would have been me? How, if that was me in that situation. Well, how do we know though gay. that the mother didn't remarry again? Or repost a picture just to be like happy, happy anniversary. anniversary. I love you, but blah, blah, you're dead. Blah. Yeah, because like, that's something that I... But then she must have put your dead in the caption for the girl to be like, mm. But you wouldn't always say that you're dead. It could be like, happy anniversary to the love of my life. And mm. that, like, You I could say, know. you could do a post but like mate, that. I would assume that the girl that wrote in did a little bit more stalking. Can she actually give me this mum's profile? Because I really want to figure out. the mum had gone on holiday or something and this girl knew and then the stepdad was in the picture. Or like, had gone some... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but all I'm saying is, is that that was the only bit of evidence that she gave us in that email was the happy anniversary post, which, to be fair, you might do. Mm. But I need to know more. But what does what does but make I it do weird is the question asking <laughs> of that: Are you a serial liar on the first day? Yeah, that's a red flag. That it? isn't boding well for the other girl, is it? Imagine asking and that. the are whole like posting liar? pictures of her and then deleting it straight away. Like, there's a lot of weird shit yeah. going on here. So this I would imagine is... that the girl has done her detective work. Why not as just say, oh, "I'm so would. sorry," like I had the shits or something? Like, why did but she I have to go like that far? I feel like this far? girl was so comfortable about lying about her stepdad dying. She probably doesn't really care about lying a lot of other things. Like, that's yeah. definitely not her first. Well, radio. I do actually know people who have lied a lot worse than this. Definitely, which I would love to do an episode on. Yeah, we should do it. Actually, maybe that can be our next episode. Um, what is it called? Liars, What's when compulsive they love to liar. Com- yeah, compulsive liar. liar. Compulsive yes, let's do an episode compulsive. on compulsive liars. Because this was next level. This was worse than that. Yeah. And guys, write in your stories of your yeah, compulsive liars because right. I feel like there's going to be a lot. Should we just do a whole episode where yeah. we talk about... We give our overview of our compulsive liars and like our views and then we just go through a shitload of compulsive liar horror stories. Yes, fucking yes. Okay, Okay. guys, write them in, please. Anyway, I think that's everything. Yeah, don't lie. Just say don't fancy you anymore. Don't want to shag you. Bye. Yeah. Don't say family members have died. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Try not to. Anyway, love you all. We'll speak to you next week and we can't wait to see you at the event. Love you all. Bye. Bye.